but that does not take you out of the sequence of what's going on. We're supposed to be able to walk into things. Is that working, Nunzo? We're supposed to be able to walk into things and change the trajectory of the thing. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? We're going to read a couple of scriptures this morning really quickly. I want you to go to Luke 21, 25. We're just going to work with this one TV. And I'm going to read it. And there will be a sign in the sun and in the moon and in stars and in the earth, distress of nations with perplexity and seas of waves rowing. Men's heart failing them from the fear. Men's heart failing them because what? From fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the power of heavens will be shaken. Then the, they will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with the power and great glory. Now when these things begin, it happened. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. One thing that I want us to understand when things are going to happen, the Bible says in the last days, you're going to see plagues. You're going to see different things, but they should not come near your dwelling. I hold to that. When I pray, nothing is coming in this house. They can have that. I don't we don't I don't know. We don't have that. Nothing shall come near my dwelling. The blood is not on the doorpost anymore. It's in me. Uh, the blood is not on the doorpost. When the plagues are coming, the blood is not on the doorpost. I have it. In, it's, it's in me. My blood is his blood. I got my blood transfusion. <laughs> I don't know about you. I had my blood transfusion. The thing is, believers have to learn how to set their minds and their conscience on what he said. It doesn't mean that we have to be boldly overcoming people. Oh, you know, no, that's not what I'm saying. You stand in what you believe and through your peace, they're going to say, what in the world do you know that I don't know? Instead of that happening, we're running with them. Well, girl, what you got, well, girl? This is not a judgment, but these are the things that God is saying. You're missing what I'm trying to do. Because in the time where the church is supposed to be building the more, when things are happening, we're actually running with everybody else. The church is supposed to expand in trouble. The demand goes up. Our, our demand goes up in problems. That's why pastor always telling you don't understand your influence because you keep waiting on an opportunity. But the opportunity is the problem. As a believer, the demand of your life happens when there is trouble. You're not needed if, without trouble. You cannot wait for good times. You create them. Let me go somewhere real quick because I, I haven't teaching. I'm not going to teach on this a long time. I, I haven't taught on this, so I'm going to do it really quickly. I want you all to understand there's a difference between the promise of God, the will of God, and, and the level of God faith. There's a difference between the what? Promise of God, the will of God, and God faith. Just God himself. Many people, let me, let me teach you about the promise. A promise is something that you have to... You, if I say, I promise you, I'll, I'll come back. 
Now, I promise I'm going to come back, but the promise is based on timing. So if I say, I promise you I'm going to give you something, you just have to wait on the timing. Now, I want you to understand, a day with the Lord is as of a thousand years. (laughs) So many of us wait on promises and we don't understand. We're thinking God is behind. No, you're waiting on time. So it's not wrong to wait on the promises, but uh, that's not the highest level of faith that you can work in. Let me let me give you an example. Many of us think healing is a promise. It's not. It's the will. (laughs) You've been waiting on healing, but you didn't know healing is already on the cross. So it's not a promise. You're not waiting on it. It's not. It's there. So many of us say, I'm waiting on God, but ah, it's wrong doctrine. It's a promise. There are differences between the promise and the will. Sickness healing is on the cross. It's the will of God. So you can be waiting on the promise. When when the lady with the issue, uh, uh, excuse me, the lady that said, can you heal my daughter? He said, it's not your time yet. Watch this. Promise. This just came to mind. That was promise. She said, even the dogs get, get, watch this, even the dogs, because of your faith, watch this, she tapped into will. Because you tapped into the will, it's already done for you. But if you have to wait, you got to wait on your time. You might die waiting on your time. Because it's not the time. So many people are waiting on healing, but you understand, you're waiting on a promise. That's the wrong thing to wait on. It's the will of God. That means you got to come into the will. And so that's the second level. The first level is the promises of God. And that's not a wrong thing to wait on the promise of God. That's not what Pastor is saying. But you got to understand, you don't know what you, that's a waiting. It's there. Then there's the will of God. And then there's the pastel faith of God. When whatever you say shall be done. But you got to go through those first two before you can get that one. I'm teaching y'all this morning. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You got to go through those first two before you can hit pestial faith, which is ask God. That's the point where he said, whatever you say, I agree. But y'all hear what I'm saying? How many of y'all want to go to pestial faith? Come on, that's the one that says... <laughs> You believe it as, watch this, you believe it even though you don't see it. It's, 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 it's not, it's, it's a lie when you look at it. But it's the truth because it's a lie when you see it, but it's the truth because of what's in you. It's creating something out of nothing. I'm going to get off of that. Do you hear what I'm saying? But believers today, we're not practicing our faith. We're not coming into those levels of faith. We're not pursuing those levels of faith. Our desires are not into learning, developing our faith. We're just going with the wind. And we got to come out of the context of just going with the wind and tapping into faith sometime when issues come, when problems come, when we need to pay a bill, when we need something. you got to come out of that and learn how to live from faith to faith. Live from what? Okay, which means you don't jump out of it. It's always God. Everything is God. Amen. 
So he said there's going to be fear. I want to show you something. Okay? I'm going to just read verse. Uh, we've been talking about the veil. And I'm going to read 2 Corinthians uh, 16. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Which means wherever God is, there is liberty. But we are all with the unveiled face. Behold, as a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the what? Same image. We're in. We're what? The same image. From glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord, which means you become the same image of the Lord. Is the Lord running from things? Let me go a little deeper here. Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells what? He dwells where? Where do he dwell? In you. Who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your what? Mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Now, I don't hear nobody talking about how, how we need to get Christ to dwell and, and, and manifest life in these mortal bodies so we don't have to deal with what they deal with. You heard what I just said, deal with they, what they deal with. They need to be coming to hear how to get it off of them. Let me tell you something. People will die. Let me tell you something. Things will happen. But you have to understand your conscience is based on the living word of God. Which means when you walk in that agreement with what he just told you, your mortal flesh comes alive because of who's in you. You are only as a victim of the conscience that you hold. I'm going to say that again. You're only as victimized as your conscience holds the untruth. Now, I'll share with y'all, there's sickness don't touch me unless, I told my wife this, unless my spirit is grieving, unless I'm distracted, unless spiritually I'm not high. Then things start happening. All I do is get my, my mind and my spirit back stayed and I go back. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I'm not afraid of anything. That's, I'm not, that's not putting judgment on anybody. You, you, we're growing. Somebody said we're growing. So don't, don't, go, don't go into that. Going, that's not what I'm talking about. But God is calling us to have a trajectory where we're getting to those points. We're seeing that that's where we need to go. Not that we're running from everything and we're going to put ourselves in the corner so we don't get touched by it. And we're praying. He said, I called you to walk through it. I've called you to change it. Somebody said it's in my body. You are carriers of him. So how in the world he and you and you telling me sickness going to dwell where he dwells? It's a conscience problem. You've got to make sure that your conscience is Christ all the time. I know you see it. Sometimes I bump something. I'm like, oh, that's supposed to swell. But I say in the name of Jesus, you will not swell. And I walk in what I don't feel. 
That does it hurt? Yes. But I'm walking in my freedom. I'm working my conscience to, to what I'm saying in my head. I'm working my conscience to what I'm saying out of my mouth. The problem is we're saying out of our mouth, but our conscience is contradicting what we're saying. And you don't know you got to work your conscience to what you're saying out of your mouth. So when I when something is coming, ooh, mm, yeah, I see that. Now I'll take. Listen, what, you don't. I'll take vitamins. I'll do the wise thing. But what I'm saying is, overall, I'm going to walk in what he said. Why? Who raised Christ from the dead will also give you what? Life in what? In your what? Which means no virus can touch you. I can't change the doctrine. I'm so sorry. This is the body of Christ. Which means, watch this, which means it shouldn't touch you. You, which means you declare it. You declare it over your children. You declare it over your spouse. That thing will not touch me. It will not touch my house. Sometimes we got to open our mouth. Like he just said, the prophet said, we're putting masks on. I believe it's the time where you, it, we believers got to open their mouth. People are looking for hope. Listen to me. When trouble arises, I don't care how much money. Money don't matter anymore. They're looking for the answer. But believers are looking too, so we hide around them. No, you got the money. Go do what you got to do. This is your time to shine. Let me show you who my God is. Let me show you when it's hitting your house, how it don't hit my house. Let me tell you how God has raised in my body. Let me tell you how my blood don't do it to you. got to understand your authority in Christ Jesus. Masotaya Brondi. Believe the word of God. I didn't say be foolish. I say believe the word of God. If you don't feel strong in it, get strong in it. That's all I'm saying. If I'm not lifting 150 or 200, I need to be working out to make sure that I'm able to do it. I'm not saying don't go in there. Well, I'm just saying it because pastor, no. You need to be building. This is why you should be lifting your spiritual weights. Through the week, you ain't lifting nothing. Then you're trying to come deal with a mountain. Come out! No, it ain't going nowhere. Do you hear what I'm saying? You got to be lifting your spiritual weight. And when you meet that, that thing, you'll say, oh, this is lunch meat. Get out of here. Come up off of my family. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? But the spirit of him raised Jesus from the dead. The same spirit. Is it the same spirit? You're telling me the same spirit that raised him from the dead is in you? But you're telling me your conscience is telling you that you got to take the same sickness. You know, this is where I get in trouble. 
for believing what he's just said. <laughs> but you don't understand, Pastor. You got to no, I got to I got to stand with what he said. I don't know nowhere else to live. You hear what I'm saying? Allow yourself to know how to work out towards what he said. Are you hearing me this morning? Therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the, you will die. But if you live according to the spirit, you put to death the deeds. Watch this. The deeds of the body. You will live, which means if I put death, the deeds of the body, the body doesn't control my moves. Well, you hear what I'm saying? There are times that I, I don't stop preaching because of what my body's doing. There are times I preach, I don't feel good. But as I'm preaching, the Holy Ghost will come upon me and remove everything. I'll come from preaching and it's gone. <laughs> You say, what happened? I, I came into the manifestation of the word. I brought my, the word and my conscience. They agreed and said, oh, hey, there it is. The problem is you won't believe it if you're not building. If you're a thermometer between the world and your Christian life, you will not be ready when you meet times like this. If God is optional to you, you will not be ready when you meet times. Are y'all hearing me? You can keep that, that instrumental drone for, just for a second. We're going to pray. We, we, we got one more here. I want to show you something really quickly. Actually, I'm going to just hold right there. God spoke to me. And, and really, everything those prophets saying, from word from word, I, I, I didn't have to even. I, that, that's why I want you to hear more people than just me. Sometimes I just want you to hear that it's not just me. You hear what I'm saying? You got brothers and sisters out here who are holding the mind of what God is saying. And it's time for even us to come into our prophetic juncture our prophetic stance and learn how to walk in those realms. Stop sounding like everybody else and come into the realm that you're called to. Your testimony should be a different testimony. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not saying foolishness. I'm not saying don't be wise. I'm not saying that. But you got to understand the difference between sometimes we call fear wise. Because we don't know other else. Well, we ain't going to hear that, but let me call it wisdom. No, it's not wisdom. That's really fear. Let me tell you something. I don't listen to people first when it comes to anything. We, we heard about the virus before we got on the cruise. I don't know everybody was afraid. But I, you got to understand, before I hear man's voice, I got to hear his. Unless I could be hearing wrong. But God will send another man of God say, hey, man of God, I don't think you should go on that cruise. But if I don't hear that and I got peace in my spirit and we didn't hear nothing, I don't care how many people talking. I'll see you later. I'm going to chill. Take a corona, disrone, ministrone, take out the coronas. <laughs> I'm going to be walking right on side of them. 
in my nice seat. <laughs> How y'all doing? Y'all ain't Jesus touch him. Hallelujah. Why? Because I'm not living in their world. I live in another realm and the world. Jesus say, walk in the spirit. Live in the what? Which means we practice spirituality. Not only me, I practice it with my children. We was on the boat. We lost my wife. We didn't have phones. <laughs> we sat on the, we went back to the room. We sat on the bed. I said, let's pray and ask God where they are. I said, they're on the Lido deck. God said, the Lido deck. What did you hear? He's like, Dad, I'm, Dad, I don't know. I think <laughs> my wife walked in the room and said, yeah, we was on the Lido deck. I said, he said, oh, yeah, what, what, Dad? I didn't pray that morning. I didn't pray that morning. I'm a walking prayer. The problem with us is, I'm, see, the reason why I tell you to pray because I got to kickstart you. But you got to understand, I walk and live in the spirit. My conscience is not worldly. My conscience is, God, your will be done. My conscience is I am in your will. My family is in your will. So if you are holding my life, my life is in your hand. So everything that you tell me, hey, are y'all getting anything out of this? Are you hearing me this morning? I'm about to cut it and we're going to pray. Okay, I'm going to let you go. God is looking for faith. This is why he said when I come back, will I find faith? Ah, you see why? Because what we've been calling faith is actually a slightness of fear. We, he said they speak with their mouth, but they're, that's what he's talking about. Because your heart, your heart is showing you your desire. Your desire is showing you what you're manifesting. Y'all better hear me. <laughs> your heart is far from him. What he's saying is, your heart is not desiring me in, in ways. So because the desire is not there, you're not manifesting enough for the level that you're trying to go to. So by way of you not coming into the level, it shows where your heart was really at. That's why when people say, well, God know my heart. No, your behavior showed your heart. Well, God know my heart. You don't judge. That's wrong. It's backwards. It's because of where your heart is. That's why you're manifesting that. Are y'all getting? As a man thinking in this, so he become. It's not because he became. Because it, No, because that's where your heart is. That's what you manifest. God knows my heart. Uh-uh. Wrong. You're proving your heart. You hear what I'm saying? We're going to pray. But we're going to pray. What, what, I'm looking for something. Did I put it in here? That's not it. That's not it either. All right. I thought I put it in here. 
Give me one second. I need you to get this. And it's the last one here. Go to Romans 10 for me. Everybody go to Romans 10. We're going to read a lot of scripture. Just 1 through 11. I'm done. Romans 10. Romans 10. 1 through 11. Oh, it got shut, caught, cut short. That's why. I have Romans 10 through 5 up here, and then I'll read the rest. Romans 10, 1 through 11. Brethren, my heart desire and pray to God for Israel in that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to what? Not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses, right, watch this. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does the things, now we're on, uh, on five, we're going to read five through eleven. Now those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks this in this way. Do not say in your heart, watch this, watch this, because this is where we got to understand how to pray. Do not say in your, in your heart, who will ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down from above. Huh. So are you praying for God to come do something? Or will descend into the abyss. That is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near to you. The word is what? Where is it near? In your mouth and in your what? Ah. It's where? And in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. I want to let you know today that God is saying, my, my people will not be put to shame. So he's saying they don't understand because they're living out of an Old Testament framework. They run and they pray for me to come fix it. Why? They're still in the righteousness of an Old Testament. They don't understand that they're praying. They're supposed to be praying to get their heart in position and their mouth in position. These are two different gospels. The gospel of the New Testament is you coming into earth. Making it manifested. He said they prayed it with under, without understanding. They're praying for me to come. That I must ascend. He's already ascended. Somebody say he's already here. He's already in you. The anointing, I keep saying this. The anointing doesn't build because God just sends something. The anointing builds because your capacity opens. Which means you come to another level of believing. We got to fix these broken doctrines. Are y'all hearing me? So, Lord, come. That, that's, it's not wrong or bad. 
But he's not coming in the way our minds think, like God sending something to do it. Now, he can break it. There, there are things that are happening. You understand what I'm saying? In our prayers, our prayers come, go up. God can send things to happen. Thing, you understand what I'm saying? But we have to understand God is not always just breaking things. We have to come into agreement about who he already is and declare boldly what he's already said over this thing. So what I'm saying is we're not praying in fear of it. We're praying in boldness of what he's already done over it. I'm shifting our language. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you've died. I thank you that you have already, listen, you've already taken over the, oh, listen to me. You told us to be a good cheer because you've overcome the, oh, you've overcome the world. So I pray that everything that you've overcome come now in Jesus' name. We break the curse of virus over our home. Over We break it in the name of Jesus. We uh, agree right now that even the thing that plagues over them, Lord, we repent on behalf of those. Listen to me. See, the problem is we don't understand. you you, you got to stay close because people are doing stuff. Babies, millions of babies are dying all the time. We're fighting for our, uh, to get more money on our food stamps and all this stuff. Get a better job. We don't care about that stuff. But when the plagues happen, now we're on our knees. God knows how to get attention. How many are crying over the babies that's, that's dying? How many are crying over the single mothers that, that, that are struggling and killing their children? How many are crying over the stuff that's going on every day? We don't cry over that stuff. We come to church and make sure we're we ready for next Sunday. Our thermometer is not Christ theology. It's still world theology. And we're, we're, we're basing. What are you really living for? You know, these things, these times shake everybody up. What if the job didn't come anymore? What you going to do? Mm. Mm. What, what if it didn't happen anymore? What are you going to do? Come on, th think about that. Can, can can we just play a show? How many of y'all, come on, honestly, I, 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 Pastor, I ain't going to lie. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> you understand? But somebody who's living in Pestillo, somebody who's living not for the things that they have, somebody who's living for the, the glory of God to be revealed, they'll say, oh. Good. We'll get another one. And even if we don't, everything I have is because of him in the first place. Ah, see, you started taking credit for it. I see. You, you started taking credit for the things that you have now. Oh, so you got you here. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Oh, you worked too hard to get here. Uh-huh. You are not called to live based on the temperature of the world. You're called to be the called out ones, the stand out ones. You're called to be the light in the midst of darkness.
So when you pray, let me let me act, let me tell you all something. The Bible says that people pray amiss. Do y'all know what amiss mean, prayers mean? You know, I, I find out believers pray a lot of amiss. This is what I mean. When things happen, we pray to get it fixed, but we don't understand the will of God about it. You're not praying for that person to get saved. You want it to just come off of them. So what if they never seen the glory of God as it came off? You don't care about if they get saved or not. You just want it off of them. It's my, what are you doing this for? Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? There is a God conscience that we have to learn to build. Lord, pray for them because they're in the midst of that. Yeah, pray for them in the midst of that, but pray that they see him. Because if they get through it without seeing him, maybe they need to keep it for a little longer. Oh, see that? Ah, see that? That uh, Pastor, what you talking about? See, you don't understand. God don't mind keeping you as long as you can see him. Oh, did God, so God give it to him? No, I didn't say that. God sets up opportunities for people to see him. You want to pray just for them to get free. Deliverance is not freedom. Many people are delivered, but they're not free. So you're going to get them delivered. God delivered them. Come down, take the thing off of them, take them out of that issue, and they came out still doing the same thing. Never seen him. You didn't pray for them to see him. You it was a, well, Lord, thank you for doing that. Did you ask him how? You see how God did that? You didn't call him back for about that? Do you know I've been... We pray for this. Do you see? Can you thank God? Don't thank me. No, thank, can you thank God? Do you know God is trying to work in your heart? He's saying what he's doing. He's trying to do with you like this is why he's bringing you into this freedom. This is what he died for. You understand what I'm saying? We don't have those conversations because we just want the, we want everything to be worldly comfortable. And if it's not our worldly comfort, we're in the chaos. He said they pray still for me to ascend and they don't know they're praying out of an Old Testament. But if they pray in the authority that's in them, they can bring things in heaven and on earth to happen. Whatever you bind, who? The who he's he talking to? The ones who have Christ Jesus. You praying for God to come. God is saying, no, it's in you. That's why he told you to come boldly. You say in the name of Jesus, I declare that every demonic force in this house be broken. I declare that no plague shall touch me, touch my family, touch my children. These are authority words that come out of you. But it showed your embryonic nature where you say, God, bring it. No, 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 no. You. You're still praying like the veil is over your eyes. That's what he's saying. You're praying as the veil is still on your eyes that you don't know that he came already. 
Are y'all hearing this this morning? Let your family, come on, lift your hands. I declare your family be the, the family that's going to show everybody what it looks like. I declare you're going to walk in healing and freedom when everybody is in chaos. I declare that you're going to show everybody around you your influence, that they're going to come to you and say, how are you doing? What are you doing? That You don't got a mask on your face. You, what do you have in your blood that you that you can be covered like that? This is the faith that you're supposed to be working out in. Not in line with everybody else. Beep. Beep. I mean, you better be in line to get your tissue paper, but other than that, I ain't getting nobody in line. <laughs> I'm not in those lines. This is the time the house of God's supposed to be. This is the time your business is supposed to be. See, I, I'm trying to help y'all. This is the time that you shine. These are, these are, listen to me. They're bad times because the plague is happening. But they're good times because this is when I shine the most. You're shining because of who's in you. We out of water, good. I'm on the street. Water bottles. Those scriptures on it. This black shall not come your dwelling. Who wants this? Two dollars. You making money, ain't you? Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all still waiting on something to happen. God is trying to show you your influence. I've been waiting on these times. Your house meeting's supposed to be big by now. You want to know how to get free in this time. Your house supposed to be packed out. They're supposed to have ushers outside. Come on, you come this way, come this way. Come on, then you're supposed to be packing out your house. I got to be careful because I don't hear. Some of y'all step out there and say, Pastor, see, you got me out here. Y'all blame me for everything. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Because money doesn't matter anymore when everything, when things close down. Mm. See, the answer, people are looking for an answer. But if we're still running and having a language, how in the world are you going to be an answer to an issue? I believe God is trying to build a people after his heart and have a community of believers. That when everything happens and chaos comes, they can look to the church and say, hmm, I'm going to have to change my life. Because they're in joy. And I've been in chaos too long. I'm tired of this fear. Come here, brother. Let me meet your God. You don't have to live in that? You don't have to live in that fear? No. Oh, man. Can I meet that God? The reason why the church is scared to talk like that because we haven't seen that. So the church is scared to say certain things because we don't see it. So we compromise in our messaging. So we make you feel better so you can go home and not feel bad about yourself. Rather than telling you, you need to wake up and work out. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? We're going to pray. And as we pray, we're going to break. 
fear off of ourselves. We're going to break fear and the consciousness and the possibilities of accessing anything over our family. Over his body. And we're going to pray that the crown of this thing, like the prophet said, is going to break. Well, you hear what I'm saying? And that souls be saved in the mist. Because the glory of God is shown more in times of trouble. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Don't allow yourself. If you, you came in later, you can go watch the video. You, you're going to need this information. Don't allow yourself to be victimized by the conditions of this world. Be wise. But don't call fear wisdom. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? For we die to this life. And your real life is hidden in Christ Jesus. And the life that I now live, watch this, in this body. I, I live according to Christ Jesus. Which means... Things hold on to me when I'm living. Y'all hear me? I'm giving you a principle here. Sickness only can hold on to you when you're living. Uh, it cannot hold on to Christ Jesus. Oh, when I found that out. Nothing can hold on to you. It only holds on to the person that you hold. The mindset that you hold. Because a, you can't touch a dead man. It's dead. Try to, try to mess with a dead man. He won't respond. Yeah. Curse out a dead man. He ain't going to curse you back. Try to put a, something on a dead man. The only thing that the adversary have against us is what we still hold on to. Abraham, I want you to take what you're holding on to, your son. Put him on that altar. I've seen everything in you, but I need to test this one because you started loving this son more than anything. And everything that you have, I need, uh, you don't care about the money. I want that son. I, I want you to go sacrifice him. The very thing that you love is the very thing that the adversary uses against you. That's why he said, if you love your life, you will. The problem is we still love our life too much. Monterey. Woo! You love your life that much. When issues come, I... I my conscience say, how much do you love your life? Or are you here for a greater purpose to manifest me in the earth? 
Do you understand your life is only here for a snap of a... I want to live on purpose. Not in problems. Learn to live above the noise. And watch you become the influence and the glory of Christ that's going to dwell through you is going to prove him to them. Did you want to come up and say something for a second? Nanja, you have that mic. Can you give me that mic? I'm going to say this last thing and I'm going to let my wife come and we're going to do communion and we're going to pray. Pray the will of the Father. Pray the finished work. You don't pray as if God is trying to figure it out. You pray what he's already figured out. He's waiting on the, he said, if those who are called by my name will the humble themselves, seek my face. What is wicked ways? Anything that's not a faith is a wicked way. I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal the land. But let me tell you something. Your land's supposed to be healed before this land. So right before we left for vacation, <clears throat> I kept hearing, don't go, don't go, don't go, don't go. Now, I know what the Holy Spirit sounds like. So I knew this wasn't the Holy Spirit. But my flesh, I was like, you know what? Well, let me just let me pray about this. And so I asked the Lord. I didn't hear anything, but I kept hearing, don't go, don't go, don't go. And a lot of times fear is very pressuring. Fear makes you do something right now. And if you don't do it right now, something's going to happen. And so it causes anxiety, depression. It causes you to do things that typically you wouldn't want to do. Right. And so we came together and we said, you know, what are you hearing from the Lord? He was at peace. I was at peace. But I still kept hearing, even from the day that we left on Monday, don't go, don't go, don't go. So we stepped out and we said, Lord, no weapon formed against us will prosper. We know that that was not from you. We don't know who it was from. Maybe it was our flesh. Maybe it was the enemy. But we're just going to stand on your word and we're going to go. And we're going to have a great time. And we just declared the word over our life. We flew, had a great, you know, had a great flight, got on the ship. As soon as I got on the ship, the Lord immediately spoke and said, it is because of your faith that you guys are going to be fine. <laughs> So what the prophets are saying and what he just spoke, it is literally because of our faith. Whatever we put our faith in, that is literally what we will produce. If you put your faith in um, in the world and in fear, that is what you're going to get. That's just what you're going to get. But when you really stand on the word of God, yes. and I was so upset <laughs> at social media. I, I saw some people posting about, you know, well, don't let... Um, these scriptures get you all and, you know, not preparing and not doing this. The word of God is the word of God. If no weapon formed against us will prosper, and that is what the Lord has said, that is literally what will happen. But it is because of your faith. Yes. 
It's only going to happen if our faith is in line with the word. If yes. you speak the word and you really don't believe it, it's not going to work for you. But if right. you hold on to the word and you say it over and over, God, you have not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. And you believe that you have a sound mind. Yes. You are going to have a sound mind. Yes. But if you really think that, you know what, I'm going to stay in this state of fear. Fear is going to drive you to do all types of things and you will be tired. You will be yes. exhausted. Yes. You will be doing all kinds of stuff. Yes. The word of God is the word of God. And don't Amen. let anyone try to tell you otherwise. Yes. Second thing is, and we ended up having a great time. We came back yesterday. Amazing. And yeah. we, had a, we had a good time. Amen. Another thing that we noticed and that we were talking about is, while we had a good time on the ship, there's a lot of people that need the Lord. Yes. And a lot of us, and we've talked to several of you guys about the different ideas, the businesses that God has given you. It is now time. I am totally in agreement about yes. this is the time of awakening and revival for the next 40 years. But come on, church, we got to get up. Yes. Whatever the Lord has given you, the ideas, yes. what they said about the people covering their mouth, about covering their mouth, the enemy wants us to say to stay silent. Yes. He doesn't want us to talk about anything. Right. He wants us to put these things over our mouth so that we don't really have a reason to talk. But no, the Lord is like, this is the time. Yes. This is the time of an yes. awakening. Yes. Go out, say what you need to say. The Lord literally is waiting for people to be into position so that when he can, so he can deliver a word, he has to work through somebody. Yes. But if all the believers are in a corner with mask on, what? What he gonna do? Right. Come on. So literally take whatever the Lord has given you. Yes. And do it. It doesn't matter if it doesn't look right. Just do it looking crazy. But you, we have got to be those vessels. Yeah. We have to be the voice because people are looking. People are hungry. Yes. When I tell you they're hungry, they're hungry for just the truth. And they will latch on to anything. That's why we have so many people out here going crazy over toilet paper. Because they've latched on to something that isn't true. Yes. They've latched on to fear and to panic. So they're looking. But guess what? If the believers aren't, aren't speaking the truth out there that's the only thing they have to run to yes so I want to challenge every single one of us whatever the Lord has laid on your heart yes. it might be just for your family it might be for social media for the world just do it yeah be a good steward of what God has given you but go out and, and say whatever he wants you to say yes Angela's radio show was me reaching people all over the world. Yes. <laughs> all over the world. Amen. We got to get that show back. <laughs> we got to get that show back. Amen. The Amen. Lord showed me that when I was sitting down. You need to restart that show this week. Amen. This Amen. week. In the midst of the chaos, he says, I'm going to bless you. Yes. He says, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to give you the words to say, the words to speak. Yes. He says, do not be afraid. He said, everything that you have gone through, yeah. everything that you have gone through, the Lord is going to use that yeah. to heal people all over the world. Do not be afraid. Yes. He says, start this week, this week in the midst of the chaos. He said, he is going to bring, bring a calmness yeah. through your radio show, but you need to do it. Oh, Arlena, yeah. you need to go back on YouTube. You need to speak to the young women that you're called to do. Yes. 
There are yeah. many women in your position, but you have something different because you have the light. Yeah. A lot of people are in your position, but they don't have the light. They can't see anything forward. Yeah. But you have something that they don't have. Yeah. And you can encourage them. You can save families. You can right. save women, right. but you have to do it. Yes. You have to do a Mercedes. Same thing. There are many women yeah. that are waiting. Their confidence is low. Yeah. He says, but take the things that I'm giving you. Yeah. Take the things that I'm giving you yeah. to reach those people. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Maybe it's just one person, but do what he's calling you to do. Yeah. This is the time of awakening church. Where oh, we man. have to wake up. Yes. We have to wake up. We have to wake up to what he is calling us to do. Yeah. Young people, you can be influencers of the people in your classrooms. Yeah. Yes. It could just be one person. Yes. But we have to do it. Yeah. No fear. No fear. People are looking. People are looking for the answer. Yes. And we are the answer. This is not a time for us to run into a corner. They are looking for the answer. Yes. yes. And we have something special. Yes. Don't let don't let the media tell you that uh, you shouldn't go to church. We have something special that people yes. need. Yeah. It broke my heart driving to church seeing all those church parking lots empty. Yeah. The enemy is trying to silence the church. Yeah. Yeah. We have something special that we can give to oh, the world, but we have to do it. Yeah. We can't just sit down. We have to be vocal. Yeah. Be vocal about your faith. Be vocal about what the Lord is doing, even if it's just a testimony. Be vocal about it. Someone yeah. can, can be encouraged just by the little things. Yes. Yeah. All we need is faith the size of a mustard seed. Yes. It's the little thing. So many times we think we have it has to be something big yes. or we have to have a lot of people. No, it could be one person and you change their entire generation. Yes. To live yes. the life that we are called to live. Yes. So I just want to encourage everybody again. Yes. Whatever the Lord has on your heart. Yes. That business idea. Yeah. To do it yeah, go ahead and because you carry you carry him with you. Yeah. So it's not just a business, yeah. but it's you that you're delivering to people. Yeah. It's you. It's, it's Christ that you are delivering through your product, through your service. Yeah. So everyone, if you can stand, Let's we're going to start in that. prayer. Let's pray into that real quick. Father, you are so good. Yes, Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are majestic. You are on the throne, God, and we just thank you, God. Father, yes. we thank you. We honor you. We just sit in adoration of your presence, God. 